Hello everyone, welcome to this evening's live with Ron Swanson part 3 on Russell Brand. Ron has been watching the news in the last couple of days. We've seen this situation go from allegations against Russell that should go into a court of law to the UK government attacking Rumble and now we've got Ofcom threatening to shut Rumble down in the UK next month and possibly even incarcerate the owners if they set foot on British soil and they were telling us that we were conspiracy theorists when day one we said there's a bigger picture here Ron I'm smelling a rat okay 100% we've always said we smell a bigger story we smell a rat it doesn't sadly excuse that this could be a mixture of reality and fabrication or exaggeration from Channel 4's part. Now, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we get to play Russell Brand is Innocent and all of the conspiracy is true. That's, that's the angle tonight I'm going to be discussing. You know how I like, we have, to, we have to sort of have parameters. And a lot of what we're going to discuss is going to come from this video that we're going to watch. Because not only is what Sean was talking about with Rumble absolutely mind-blowing, right? Like, when you look at history, right, and legal legislation and cases and all of this, this is wild. I mean, going after and making it almost a terrorist action to step foot on British soil for owning a social media platform that refuses to demonetize. Let's just be honest here. We're not talking about silencing him. We're talking about just taking away his money. Uh, and we're, you know, Sean, we're definitely going to expand on that. But I know, you know, we're itching to get into this video. I don't know if a lot of the viewers know or have heard of the, the this next segment. But why don't you uh, tease them a little bit? Give them a little tease of what we're going to do. Yeah, in so, you know, we've been wondering all along how these allegations, accusations arose all of a sudden. Yep, of course. All at once. You just to be showcased in Channel 4 Dispatches and in the Sunday Times. Well, we've found a clip of a woman who was approached, I believe it was by The Times, and she's gone online and described what has happened. She's shown, with the names blacked out, the message or the letter that she received... Well, alleged, the alleged, the alleged. I mean, we, 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 we're, again, we're pulling stuff off the internet. So we've got, we've got to keep it real. This is we've found. We've it is just presented evidence, uh, but it looks convincing. She seems convincing, you know. And I wouldn't like those names to be leaked if I was at the Times. And her conclusion is that when she described her encounter with Russell Brand to the Times. It didn't fit the narrative, so her story wasn't included. So it's going to be interesting to wonder whether the approach that happened on this woman, the message that she got, if basically they sent something similar to anyone else who oh, they know. could ascertain had had some kind of relationship with Russell Brand in the past, which must have been... A crazy, tricky thing to do if you're going back 10, 20 years. Trying to oh, find it. I mean, when. It depends. What? It depends. If we're talking about searching social media posts for potential written words about hooking up with Russell Brand, AI and uh, bots will take care of a lot of that for Channel 4. It will be the last 1% that they're whittling down through humans. Well, when there was the campaign to destroy me over the Jeffrey case coverage that we did when I was shut down, they also found every single one of my ex-girlfriends in America from the 1990s. Yeah. It's wild. And they contacted all of them. Fortunately, I didn't do text message. Well, there wasn't even text message back then. But like Russell did text message breakup with Katy Perry and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I was on good terms with them all. So the first thing they did was contact me and say, what the hell's going on, Sean? Yeah. Why am I getting these messages asking these weird questions about which our is, relationship? Which is interesting because I wonder if there'll be parallels coming forth in the, in the coming weeks because 
this ain't no way she's the only one. You know, for every hundred, you know, emails they sent out, they got one hit returning because it takes a special kind of woman to just lie for profit and clout. It's it's it takes a special kind of piece of crap. And when we discussed last time about how substances and time can alter our perceptions, and then we tag in with what Sean brought up, which was the the guiding narrative and the feeding of facts. When we consider two or three of these individuals work for Channel 4, did they get their jobs because of damage control to control the narrative of what actually happened with brand? Or was it just convenient um, way to push, push out a false narrative? I'm just saying both sides of the story because it's still I'm at a stage of being fascinated by all of this. I'm 100% on board with the, the attack from old media, but it's the... I'm not forgetting about these stories from these girls, and I want to make damn sure if there's a reality, we find it. But if there is a lie, my God, it is just as important to the, uncover the truth, whether it's the, re, the one we want, basically. Well, let's assume, just to be hypothetical, that okay. all the claims are 100% true. Okay. Why did the mainstream media only care about them now? Why didn't they care about them when he was at the height of his debaucherous behavior? Because that's really they suspicious. They don't, they don't care at any time. We learned that from Savile. It's just damage control and what tier you are in the club. But I don't think Russell was in the club. Okay, I think Russell was an outcast from the club. And when we talk about perception and looking back during a, a long time in your life and substances and all this kind of stuff, Perhaps things did happen and Russell doesn't even remember. And and when I say, I don't mean a planned horrendous attack. I mean, a consensual act takes place, then something that one person's not into is put on the cards and no is said, but the act still happens. And all of this just is 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 very plausible as 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 a conclusion to all this, if I'm being honest. Sorry, I went off on one there, Sean. I'm sorry, mate. So, Ron, do you remember when the allegations first hit about Assange? Yes. I, to be honest, I wasn't deep in the Assange story, I'll be honest. Um, I know the, the cliff notes of Assange. But, but did you notice the R word was just everywhere for days? Uh, and it, 100%. On and it, on it went. WikiLeaks guy, R word. That's the only two... The, the two main the main parts of the story, but that's a classic. It's a classic tale, you know. It, it really, really is. It's it's a tried and tested method of character destruction uh, from the ages. Is pin uh, essay or uh, you know ch child essay uh, on someone? It, it's tried and tested. Assange sent me an email when he was in holed up in the embassy, asking me to drum up support for him. Okay. And every time I posted anything about him back then, because it was in the whirlwind of the R-word stuff, yep. the blowback was intense. My sister was mad at me. My girlfriend was mad at me. My yes. parents told me off. But it was like I was going against women, women's rights. Do you know what it is, though? It's the time period that it happened, Sean. Right? It was pre-COVID, pre pre-lockdown, pre-woke movement, pre-all this stuff. And sadly, and women, please understand, I'm not talking about all survivors and victims. Please understand, because someone's going to get triggered in the side chat. We have to do due diligence, right, when it comes to stories and uh, accounts of what has happened when so much time has passed. And it can work on both sides. It's very easy to say, oh, he's deflecting. It's very easy to say, oh, it's new media. But we kind of are pushing to, to aside these, these stories that we've heard. And we need to get to the bottom of the truth of it all, whether it's, like I say, the one we want or, or it's not. Um, so, yeah. And one of the ways of getting to the bottom of the truth of it all is to trace back the methods through which the accusers were solicited. Yep. So the woman on the screen right now, she's going to tell us how she was solicited. We'll pause it when we put the message up from the Times to her and examine it. 
because it is worded very legalistically, mm-hmm. intentionally vague in some parts while they feel her out. And like I said earlier, if you've just jumped on, her conclusion was that her story didn't fit the narrative, so her story wasn't used. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start playing this now. Let's go. Do you know who this is about? And I have the receipts. I was contacted in June by a journalist uh, regarding a video I made uh, about a certain celebrity and a weekend that we shared together. The video is kind of viral. Uh, It's on my page somewhere if you want to go see it. And that certain somebody was, as most of you will be aware, Mr. Brand. They weren't going to use my story because it didn't fit the narrative. Didn't fit the narrative. See... 100% 100% I believe that there's a hundred of these girls with the same story to tell, with the same correspondence, all of that. Um, I almost I almost kind of feel like we're going to see a wave of this, Sean, because this is the sort of clout train I'm all right with people jumping on. Do you know what I'm saying? If you're going to basically turn around and say this, this, and this. The sad thing is, is it proves the new media is coming after him. It proves our theory. It doesn't shed any more light on the stories of these girls. And again, I'm so sorry to keep circling us back to them. Um, it's just, I would hate to think, my biggest fear in this, right, is one of these girls' stories is true. And I don't mean true like she believes it's true and remembered it wrong or whatever. I mean proper bad shit took place and... She's never going to get justice. She's never going to be believed because, oh, it was fucking new media and, oh, we can't prove the other three must all be lies. That would be the worst outcome. Okay? That's that's all I'm saying. I see what you're saying because the way this has been handled by the media and the government stepping in to make everybody really suspicious and see that there clearly is a big picture is now casting doubt on the authenticity of survivor stories which is a bad thing so this could work against the survivor community because of the way channel 4 and the times have handled it yes and targeted him and the way they've timed it and the way obviously if the british government is threatening to shut down rumble and the british government is telling platforms that they can't monetize his videos on the basis of accusations that have not even gone into a criminal complaint level whereby he's getting charged with something it just beggars belief well Well, let's go before listen i just need to remind everybody let's just say for a second some poor 16 year old girl right was an actual victim not a victim of anything that could be proved not a victim of anything unconsensual just oh my god russell brand is going out with a 16 year old let's give her a job okay channel 4 give her a job knowing that they've got a a story if they needed it and they can nurture this girl okay keep her keep your enemies close and your, your your friends closer all that kind of stuff it's damage control. That's how I see it now. They've put this story out knowing that she can't go to court now because the, the, the whole story is just out in the public because that stops the government doing an investigation fully into Channel 4 or the BBC. I think this is the best outcome for Channel 4 or the BBC because now it's not going to go to court. They really don't have to prove anything else anyway. And now there's laws being passed and platforms being shut down this is the wild west of old media, I feel. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, th- thanks for the super chat, Scott. We'll get to that question at the very end. They want to know about your tattoos, but let's leave that to the oh. very end. So that story you just made up, Ron, that yep. story, about 80% of it actually happened in real life where a guy, a famous person, met someone in a school and corresponded, let's just say, with that person over yep. the years and did offer that person a job, and then did at some point cross over into, let's just say, activities with that person. They were called playtime activities. They were actually called by the person himself. Um, Can anyone in the chat guess who that person allegedly is? I believe it was the legal guardian, the legal guardian of our favorite gopher. Okay? That's what I'm thinking, <laughs> right? 
That's what I'm thinking, my guy. <laughs> All right, we're going to continue the video here. And if you've just joined us in the live, we're playing someone who was solicited by the Times. Schofield is the correct answer. This lady was solicited by the Times, and she's going to show us how they did it. But Legend they did not include her story because it, it didn't fit the narrative. Here we go. Okay. For their documentary, because he wasn't an asshole to me. <laughs> but here are some of the messages. Obviously, I will. You can play this. Just play it because I make I, I've edited this so it's easier to read. So... Yeah, don't we need to stop here so they can read it? Yeah, yeah I make it bigger. Oh, you I'm make it bigger. Okay, let's keep yeah, going just, then. Just, just let it play. It will, it will split into three. There you go. Ah. Pause it there. It's a bit fuzzy, but at least it's bigger. Oh, you All missed right. It. Okay, you missed let's it. go let's back go. a bit. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. All right. Hi, Kara. I hope you don't mind me contacting you here. My name is Beep, and I'm a journalist at the Times newspaper. We are currently working on a project in collaboration with Channel 4. And having seen a, let's keep going to the next page, a post on your TikTok from a few months ago had wondered if it was something you might be able to help us with. It's fairly sensitive, so if you had a few minutes, it would be great to have a quick chat on the phone to explain in more detail. This would be strictly for research purposes only, nothing at all for i'm going to go back over this in a minute let's just get to the next section yeah Nothing i thought this would make things all. easier right this is just so you know this isn't sean fumbling around this is me thinking i'm making things easy and making it a nightmare. nothing at all um that's the next all right. text oh. all right we're looking in... go on then take it back yeah so all right so nothing what? at all for publication please let me know if this would work all the best Name blacked out, and now we're going to bring Person. in the next page. Name. And the next page says, um, we're looking into a male celebrity and his behavior towards women over the years. The reason it's hard for us to go into too many details is because it's at a sensitive stage and we're keen to protect everyone involved so far. For instance, we are worried about our messages being shared more widely. It's why it's much easier for us to speak to people over the phone and helps to build up trust and reassurance. I really hope this helps a bit, but above all, it's nothing for you to be worried about. <laughs> talk, about talk about leading because Let's get Paige Bond back up. Hold on a second. I just want to say while you're doing that, a big shout out to a friend of mine, uh, John and uh, Zara, who are sat at home watching us right now. So a big shout out to you guys. It starts to get more sinister here. Okay. So, like you said, Ron, it might have been AI, might have been going over every every platform looking for stuff. Yeah. But but it, it doesn't say how they found her post on TikTok from a few months ago. Well, she did say that it went semi-viral, right? So she's okay. really on the, the radar of people. Now, here's an interesting one. And this is just, you're just going to have to trust me on this through my years of journalisticness. Pretty girls, right, don't tend... To put their face to something unless they can proper proper prove the shit they're saying right you'll get people that are lying and you'll get people who uh you know get called out and there is a percentage of people that just talk a lot of crap but girls like this tend to be able to back things up and i i genuinely think that more girls who've been contacted are going to be popping up because the way that they've approached her and the schneidiness, now that she's seen this and then seen the documentary, she must be like, fucking hell. You know? All right, so she says it's something you might be able to help us with. Yeah. It's fairly sensitive, so if you have a few yeah. minutes, it would be great to have a quick chat on the phone. Explain what it is. Strictly, strictly for research purposes. All right, so they want help. They're saying it's strictly for research purposes yeah. only, which means... All the people that gave positive stories about Russell were excluded at this point because by saying it's strictly for research, there's no commitment to including what the person's saying. Correct. So they're, so they're absolving themselves legally 
um, from having to give a balanced version of events. They should have had people balancing it out like this woman instead of just having it all one-sided. Next page. I just want to go over the next page a bit more because that's, that's right. even more sinister. That's right. Um, all right, we've done that one. Yeah, it's the it's the the, the, the slanty one. Person's name. There we go. Okay. Yeah, this one. All right. So, the looking to male celebrity and his behavior towards women over the years. It's hard for us to go into too many details because it's at a sensitive stage. So basically, if you snitch us out for approaching you. You are blowing our cover, and <laughs> yeah. and dis, dis, you know, people, the, pe yes. the sensitivities that we are protecting. You are blowing the whistle on us, and you are a bad person. I so can, that's kind of go, like a veiled, a veiled. I can, um, go, I can go one better, right? A bit at the end here. Uh, it's much easier for us to speak over the phone. It helps build trust and reassurance. No, it eliminates a fucking paper trail. Listen to me people of the internet anyone that says they want to build trust in a way that you cannot prove conversations took place in a situation like this you don't want to you want to be that person okay so you just paper trails are good paper trails paper trails i really hope this helps a bit but above all it's nothing for you to be worried about <laughs> so they're trying to by using words like trust and reassurance, they're trying to get this person's confidence to spill the beans on Russell, perhaps hoping that it was going to be a negative story, but allowing an out in case it was a positive one, that it's just research so they wouldn't include it. That's yeah. my summary reading between the lines of, of what they're saying. So can you imagine how many messages went out like this Alleged to, find, to find the four... None, none. The, none of those four were sent from a fishing campaign. None at all. Uh, there's just no way. This, this, this to me reeks of willing people, p women who are willing to put a spin on something for money, and an actual victim. And the fact that the documentary was made by a company who's paid by Channel Four, witnesses and victims were working at Channel Four, really points a big finger as to Channel 4 and, and there being something to the cases that are connected to them. I'm really, and, I, and I'm just saying this now, ladies and survivors and men and women, I'm just putting the other testimonies aside right now. I'm focusing on the, the ones that have got contracts with their names signed at Channel 4 because to me, those are the ones that I think are going to either have the most reality to them or are just, again, just fully fabricated. And I just want to point out one thing as well. Uh, it was scandal, alleged messages. What we're seeing right now, we cannot put any more faith in this if we're willing to not put faith in what else was put forward, which is a vocal statement. So we have to take everything with a pinch of salt, and I'm being devil's advocate, uh, just, just to keep us all out of a fucking echo chamber, basically. So these... these Easy, easy, easy on the F words. Sorry, sorry. I beg your pardon. Um, so I'm just trying to keep us out of an echo chamber because if we're all going to sit here and say it's a big conspiracy and we don't believe these victims, we could quite easily put forward the same argument for this. That's all. Yeah, and I'm not saying that the victims are not telling here. the truth. What I'm, I'm saying here. is, irrespective of whether what they're saying is true or not, there is a bigger picture here. And I was That's not it. accusing you of not believing them, just to be clear. I was just throwing that out I'm there. Just, yeah, I'm just giving a disclaimer because I'm, I'm getting hate mail every day, emails, and, and they're, they're trying to trash my reviews on um, Spotify and iTunes. My most recent reviews are now saying I'm supporting people who commit the R word, um, things like that. So it Raging. is... Ray J, can, what we need to do is at the end of this live, Ray J, post, post a link so that we can all go and leave a five-star happy reviews uh, on the Spotify. A thousand instant happy little reviews will do, 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 do justice, I think. Because that's shocking. And again, how, many of the, how much of that is real people and not just bots that are uh, from, the, from the people that want you done? Because, I mean, again, there's stuff we can't talk about that I know that no one else knows that blows my mind that you've went through. As a journalist, it's scary and 
shocking. Well, they're the two things, Ron. The, the, what happened with Julian Assange going through that and then the campaign against me when I was talking about Jeffrey. Those are the two things that immediately think, I've seen this before, I know yep. what's going on here. Uh-huh. The media didn't give a, a crap. You know, I was... We had a lot of people on talking about the Jeffrey case. Yeah. We had six, 60 million views on that case, all wiped off the internet. Yeah. Where was the mainstream media on that case? If the mainstream media is so concerned about powerful people, famous people, pop stars, rock stars, whatever it is, politicians, royals at the top of every... every, All the people at the top of society, they were all involved, some of them from each section of society, in the Jeffrey case. Why did mainstream media do a complete blackout on that if... They are so concerned about survivors and accusers as they are expressing they are so concerned in the Russell Brand case. Well, it's a simple question. They don't care. I'm sorry that's a really unexciting answer, right? And it's very short, but when is anything ever not a branded campaign to further these these companies. I mean, it sounds bad. And let's be honest, if we took away their ability to brand their donations and be sponsors, we probably wouldn't get any donations for a lot of charities. So it's a double-edged sword. But uh, like I say, it's just an endless cycle. And I, I smell the same rat that you smell, Sean. It's, uh, it's crazy. So it's all going to blow up again, Ron, because Panorama, I've just announced this afternoon, that they have now got a program coming out within a couple of days that's going to be focusing on big names, a la Russell Brand. Oh, well, listen. I wonder how many clips of Russell Brand content since the first documentary will be in this one. Because I said to Sean, it's very rarely do you see a program on a Saturday night that contains clips of videos that only existed the following, the the previous day, right? And Russell Brand's response to the Times um, announcement to him was in the documentary. I'm an editor, right? So somebody was sat screen recording that in Channel 4 rapidly editing it together the night before the dispatches documentary so their conclusion wasn't done before they advertised it they were still waiting to see his response before they put it out and to me that's really interesting and other than that i don't know how else to put it but it's going to be interesting to see what this next part is sean do you know anything more about it is it does it does it say anything else i do yeah so they've got an hour-long special episode coming next week. Okay. And it's going to be October the 2nd, which is a Monday at 9 p.m. UK. And the announcement they made today um, gives the time, but the exact topic is shrouded in secrecy. I wonder so if... The BB, the is, BBC, is 9 o'clock on a Monday not Brand's podcast slot on Rumble? I think he's been doing it in the afternoon. Has five o'clock. Okay. Yeah, so so the BBC has supplied a general description of the series, um, describing as an in-depth current affairs report covering a story behind the headlines. And this has caused a whirlwind of speculation and with viewers and fans making wild guesses about the content and the topics that will be explored and if Russell will be a focus or if anyone else's names are going to come out because we've been hearing a couple of a couple of names haven't we the last few days yeah but i just it just suddenly clicked that panorama's not dispatches who's no this is the new one and it's panorama on channel four as well or is that bbc um bbc panorama so that's interesting so we might now see the damage control from the bbc throwing channel four under the bus oh they might just jump onto the dog pile of russell brand because to show that they've got all guns aimed at him well, they already have by the the Radio Two stuff and the whole section of the Dispatches documentary that focused on the BBC era. We might we might be witnessing damage control from the damage control. We might see the BBC <laughs> point the finger at Channel Four. I mean, I'm, I, we're laughing, but I mean, this this could be an ugly behind the scenes New World Order mess. Do, do you see what I'm saying? 
So, Sol Knight. And if you've got any questions for Ron, put them in the chat. Yeah. Hang on. Sure. Attorney General said reporting restrictions are now in place. Panorama will be open to breaking contempt laws if they push on the brand story. So, indeed, uh, the Attorney General did say that there are contempt, um, there are reporting restrictions in place now on, on the brand case. I'm too stupid to know what that means. I know. I know what you're saying, and I understand there's restrictions. When does that happen, Sean? When? Gets, when does it this gets happen? Weirder and weirder. It gets weirder and weirder, Ron. Over a guy that was promiscuous with no charges, who just so happens to fall a tick a lot of the same boxes as Andrew Tate. Do you know what I'm saying? Outspoken, nonconformist, massive reach. There was a notice put on the gov.uk website in the last, um, published on. 22nd of September, and it says, press release, media advisory notice, Russell Brand, the Attorney General confirms the requirement not to publish material which could prejudice any potential criminal investigation or prosecutions. I've already done it! What's the point in releasing it all, then passing the legislation? Is that... Following following the erring of dispatches, there has been extensive reporting about Russell Brand, the Attorney General, the Right Honourable Victoria Prentice, KCMP, wishes to amplify the importance of not publishing any material where there is a risk that it could prejudice any potential criminal investigation or prosecutions. Publishing this material could amount to contempt of court. Editors, publishers and social media users should take legal advice to ensure they are in a position to fully comply with the obligations to which they are subject under the Common Law and Contempt of Court Act, 1981. The Attorney General's office is monitoring the coverage of these allegations. Whoa. That's... What? Yeah. What? It's gone beyond beyond, hasn't it? We need to get somebody whose brain... Is their their job is this to come and explain this? Philip Schofield's lawyer. Philip Schofield's lawyer. I'm getting back. Surely, on. this is massive, and we just don't realize because we're not, you know, we don't know legislation and stuff. But this can't be normal. This cannot be normal. Uh, there was a question here that I just wanted to answer. Uh, Ron, do you think that lady has kind of sunk Channel 4's boat with saying she didn't fit their narrative? Feels weird to me. Uh, I'd like to see that cross-examined in court. I would like to see all of this cross-examined in court. I would love to see all of this go to, go to trial and whoever gets justice gets justice because that's where justice should be. Um, I think this lady and what she said is just as credible as any of the survivor stories uh, and also just as credible as the theory that this is all new media. I, I'm a very frustrating person to have a conversation with with this, uh, Molly, because I don't have a decision yet if you see what I mean. But I'm happy to discuss any aspect of this within our parameter, if that makes sense. We're getting asked what the definition of contempt of court means then. All right, so according to gov.uk, contempt of court happens when someone risks unfairly influencing a court case. It may stop somebody from getting a fair trial and can affect a trial's outcome. Contempt of court includes disobeying or ignoring a court order, taking photos, or shouting out in court. Didn't they get Tommy Robinson on this one? Possibly. Let me have a look. Possibly. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, He was sentenced to six months in prison for committing contempt of court. This is from the Gov uh, website as well. His real name is Stephen Yaxley Lennon. Sentenced to six months in prison for committing contempt of court by filming outside Leeds, Leeds Crown Court during a trial. He was committed to prison for a further three months for a previous contempt. In May 2008, he live-streamed a video outside Leeds Crown Court that contained information in breach of reporting restrictions. He also approached defendants and told his followers to harass them. On the 5th of July, the High Court found him to be in contempt of court because his online publication of details about the criminal case involved a breach of a reporting restriction order imposed under Section 4 of the Contempt of Court Act 1981. The content of what he published online gave rise to a substantial risk 
that the course of justice in the criminal case could be seriously impeded, thereby amounting to a breach of the rule of contempt law known as the strict liability rule. By aggressively confronting and filming some of the defendants in that case as they arrived at court, he interfered with the course of justice. The court concluded that his conduct in each of these respects amounted to a serious inference with the administration of justice. Thanks to the Super Chat, Terry. Um, speaking after the sentencing, the Attorney General said, Today's sentencing serves to illustrate how seriously the courts take matters of contempt. Posting material online that breaches reporting restrictions or risks prejudicing legal proceedings has consequences and I would urge everyone to think carefully about whether their social media posts could amount to contempt of court. So what they're saying here is one, yeah. now that notice has been put up on the gov.uk website, they can pick and choose who's in contempt, including people reporting on social media about the case. Well, that's fucking awful. F words. Sorry, that's that's terrible. Sorry, people. I'm really I'm really worked up tonight over this. Uh, like really, really worked up over it. Um, but it's that's disgusting. I mean, surely then, this is just. But do you know what the problem is? Is it's one of these things where all of these legislations and all these things put in place are really good ideas, but it's the people in charge of them and the abuse and the way that they're they're written out. Um, that leaves them open to interpretation that causes all, all of this these issues. And when things are put in place for uh, public security or national security, and then we're using them to shut down social media platforms of Russell Brand because of a documentary and accusations, there's something... That, to me, is getting to the point now where it's going to be sleepless nights thinking about the bigger picture. You know, there's the tragic story that was brought to our attention, but the bigger picture now is slowly casting a larger shadow over the original accusations. And that is in itself upsetting, but also scary for what the next, the next phase is. So a nexus has brought in another aspect of this. So if you criticize the legitimacy of the dispatches show, yeah. The the knee jerk response from mainstream is they've got this brilliant legal team, they've done all this, they've got this fantastic track record. Yeah. They couldn't, you know, there's never a her out of place. Um who owns the Bloody Times and the Sunday Times? Yeah. Rupert Murdoch. How many misdemeanors has Rupert Murdoch committed? And now I know he stepped down in the last week and he, he said I will be watching our broadcasts with a critical eye, reading our newspapers and websites and books with much interest, and reaching out to you with thoughts, ideas, and advice. <laughs> you know, it's a very weird time as a whole, if I'm being honest, um, across various various worries over various platforms. But this 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 issue with Rumble, the government stepping in, the owners of Rumble effectively being treated as terrorists, this legislation that's coming in, I hate that what I'm about to say, but I think I think there there could be a conspiracy against Russell Brand. And I'm I'm saying how dare that you? How dare I, well, you? No, but I mean how many days have I said I'm sitting I you know I'm not gonna give anything here. But sadly, I think all of these survivor stories are going to take second place. And they're going to be forgotten about, and we're never going to get to that side because it's a lot better for us all to fight the man, you know, Big Brother, than it is for us to all turn on Russell Brand based off of simple statements. And never, never in my life have I seen someone have so much get shut down over something that hasn't even gone to the level of the cops charging yeah. him with anything. But yeah. we're getting into the. We've got some legal questions have come in, Jess. Okay. I thought there was libel laws in place already, so what does that say? They are producing stuff with no evidence. So we interviewed a lawyer last week, and it happened to be Philip Schofield's lawyer, and he said, yep, um, Russell Brand can sue, but because of the eight-day um, notice, right to reply, okay. they followed the book 
so that they can say it's in the public interest. They can claim whatever they want in the show and he can sue, but, but he doesn't think. Philip Schofield's lawyer told us last week that Russell Brand can sue, but he cannot possibly win. Yeah. And Karen here, who came on last week as well, says, I thought Philip Schofield's lawyer said he was contacted by an accuser and he did 20 minutes into that interview. If, um, if you want to check it out, it's a lawyer on Russell Brand from last week. He said, 20 minutes in, he said that one of his celebrity clients spoke, he spoke to her that day and she made an allegation against Russell and she was taking it to the authorities and he dropped that in before it's even become public knowledge because he said it was going to end up in the press. Um, so that may yet be pending to arrive in the press. Yeah, I just want to say I already changed my mind and take back what I previously said. I believe all of it, okay? I believe the conspiracy. I believe the survivors right now. I'm at a stage where I just believe it all. I take back what I previously said. That's how long it took me to change my mind. Uh, if this ever went to court, how would they ever find an unbiased jury following the Dispatches documentary? That's the point. They, 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 there's no other, other answer than this was done on purpose to destroy this case. And if we're arguing that that is what's happened, we have to ask why. And for me, I keep harping on, it sounds like this was damage control and this was their way of controlling the narrative and keeping it out of court by Channel 4. Ron, have you ever seen, like, in a movie where there's a legal battle where when they're trying to, like, pick the jury members and they're asking them questions, huh? are you a subscriber to Russell Brand's <laughs> channel? Yes? Strike! I'm telling you now, it would be the easiest case to slip in undercover like um, jury people that were on Russell's side ever, because I imagine it would be a hard, a hard pick. It would, it would literally have to be twelve people in their nineties, right, who've you know never heard of Russell Brand and are conformist to the way of the fifties. You know what I'm saying? Where is the original video? On what date? I think Terry's asking about the video we played earlier. Do you remember um, the date on that video, Ron, that I sent over the, to you today? The TikTok yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'll be honest with you. We stole it off the internet as soon as we seen it, and it was very, very close to us starting the live stream. So I, I, I don't know, but uh, is this, it, must is this... recent. it must have been recent because it's, this has only been out a week, and she's specifically quoting this. So, I mean, it must have been recently. I'm sorry. That's a really lame answer. I'm sorry. Izzy's um, wondering whether she's in contempt of court for commenting on the case. <laughs> she is now, I would imagine. Yeah, we'll see if her TikTok's still up. Um, Izzy, you you will be served tomorrow. The server will, it'll be the return address on the envelope will be Lady Caroline Dinich. Yes, <laughs> I just want to say, Izzy, are you not in contempt of court now for commenting on? Are we not all not all in contempt of court? <laughs> like collectively, are we not on a record breaking contempt of court simultaneously here? I think I think we have. <laughs> also, to ask the question, I turn the camera off when I'm smoking uh, because it's a disgusting, filthy habit. Just to answer those who were asking why. Here's a, here's a good long one from Lynn. I can't understand how Russell is hounded by the media when I had my car slashed with a cutthroat knife. I knew how I'd done it. And as I visited my aunt and the car was outside, I asked the neighbours if they had seen anyone around my car. And a lady across the road said, yes, he was walking around your car. She thought he was with me. I showed her a photo. She said, it's definitely him. It was my dad, vile man. But the police said nothing could be done as I had shown her a photo of him. So how can Russell... Exactly. It's only done, Lynn, when it is convenient to be done. Yeah. If, you know, there was a time when he was behaving like this and getting rewarded by the very media outlets who are trying to destroy his reputation right. now and calling him a tinfoil hatter. Yeah. And that's that's what fuels the conspiracy, isn't it, really? Uh, it does, because there is so much fishiness surrounding all of this and ron's tattoo means he's in the cult of russell brand that's yeah it's, it's the super it's the super illuminati no it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, it's a vulnut which is uh an old norse symbol uh, that was supposedly has ties to odin and is a lot of people consider it his symbol but it effectively means that i've accepted my fate and i'm accepting my death and happy take fate. me to valhalla 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Less romantically Hollywood when you get hit by a bus or something, you know what I mean? But it's still, you know, is what it is. I'll put I'll put this one to you first, Ron. Okay. It's from Jake. If there is a conspiracy, who is behind it and what is the motivation? Control of the sheeple. Control of the minds, control the people. And too many people are are thinking for themselves and investigating things for themselves. And that can't be happening. That is not good for uh, the NWO. They want you docile and worrying about new strains of all kinds of things and your mortgage rates and all that. That's what they want you. F- they want you in your house, not talking to anyone, consuming Gogglebox and conforming. Okay. And Russell Brand and social media powers go against all of that because what they didn't what they didn't bank on is during that time where we all had to stay inside. A lot of people found a voice and a lot of people got freaking bored and went investigating stuff. And they don't want that. They don't want us thinking for ourselves. And that's what it, you control the narrative, you control the, the, the population. And my answer is follow the money. The most powerful people in the world control the biggest industries in the world and the most yeah. lucrative industries in the world are weapons, oil, pharmaceuticals food just to name a few of them there's a lot more but if you look at his video today what did he open up with he opened up about ukraine the war uh, exposing the military industrial complex and that is trillions of dollars of taxpayers money in the pockets of people like dick cheney halle burton who the times and channel four gladly told us that Saddam Hussein had WMD. Well, they completely lied to us, didn't they? Yeah, People course. saying the, these guys are impeccable. They would never lie to us. They've got legal departments. Saddam Hussein had WMD. I stopped watching TV channels after all that. And yeah. I've never gone back to them. Never gone that back was, to them. That was a big shift in, I think, in our big shift especially in this country, when that lie was just so horribly laid bare. You know? The Trusted News Initiative is truly frightening, which is another thing Russell has touched on in the last couple of days. They want to stamp out any independent news outlets that challenge the mainstream narrative, labelling them as spreading disinformation. Straight out of 1984, Mark, correct. Yeah. Again, for those of you who you know believe that Perhaps we're all a bit tinfoily, hatty here. Uh, you've got to understand, it doesn't take much to research a little bit, even declassified documents and how much the governments are lying to people, even if it's a, a massive detriment. Uh, one case that just comes to mind was an, a marathon that was run out in America years ago where they sprayed, I think it was anthrax or something like this, over the, the, the runners just to see what would happen. Uh, I know that's not our government, um, so feel free to call me out on that, but it's scary. It really, really is scary. Shout out to Tony Gooch, my friend. All right, so the slabbering cabbage. This is an interesting one because okay. what would how how would how uh, what would our perspective be if this materialized? I hope for the justice for anyone wronged, but if Russell was to be found guilty, which I doubt, can everything he said be deemed untrue? So basically, Ron, if he's found guilty of the yeah. R word, yeah. does that make all of his activism untrue? Well, no, because you can be a horrible, horrible, evil, evil person, but you know, still do really good work for like animals and nature and people. Don't don't confuse somebody's. I mean, you could argue that it's a guy's or he's hiding behind it, but. I don't know if necessarily his whole mission falls apart if he's a horrible, horrible monster. That's a really good question. I don't know. I mean, you wouldn't want to listen to a horrible monster, so it would stop his message going out. But I don't know. Possibly. The question, the question triggers a, a moral dilemma, doesn't it? Because yeah, we, we it's like a chicken and the egg. Yep. His his activism resonates so well with us. Yeah. We don't want him to have done the things yeah. he's alleged to have done because then he would plummet in our estimation 
and it would detract from our faith we've had in him and it, it would it would it would be heartbreaking yeah if that were to happen yeah but i mean uh, i'll tell you something if it, if it was true people would pick up the sword you know it would be a case of the, somebody else would rise from the ashes uh to repair the damage that, that he's done to not only the mission statements but the people that are now going to be tainted by working with them and the organizations and things like that it's a really interesting debate i will be honest with you like i i love the the what ifs and um the side to all of this i, I really really do because that's the stage we're at none of us are wrong this is the thing at this point you could say whatever crazy madness you want and none of us are wrong because we've got to go with what we've got and what we've got ain't a lot thank you for the super chat christopher no i've never reported on robo debt all right, so Paul Kendall Art, Russell is the tip of the iceberg. Decisions have been made to silence Russell with the help of a smear campaign, leading the way to bringing government legislation to inhibit and criminalize free speech. Yeah, the the attack on free speech has always been top of the top of the list for these people. Like I say, free thinking isn't isn't good for them. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? Uh, Hundred percent. Tony Gooch, my friend. I feel that a man is innocent until proven guilty, and an attack on his personal finances and reputation is an attack on democracy itself in the UK. Totally agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, it's just one of those cases again. It's it's very it's frustrating to comment. It's better off to just say, yeah, good statement, Tony. Good statement. Wolf kind of free. Colonel Kurtz did an interview with one of Russell's long ago lady friends from around the time of these stories, and it's been a positive story. Send her our way, Wolfkinder. We would like to get the lady friend on, but we do have many females on tomorrow's panels on Outward Unleashed. Ash yeah. has lined up many females, he's told me. Really good comment there. The most dangerous weapon in the world is free speech. Uh, and it's very, very true. And we've never lived in a day and age <clears throat> where free speech and information can travel so fast. And they are, they are scrambling right now, I believe. Molly is, says, I was wondering if it was an Odin symbol the other day. Were Led Zeppelin into Odin? <laughs> I don't know. I, I've, I've never been a big Led Zeppelin fan. I had a mad religious experience. And now here we are with tattooed hands and beards and long hair. The funny one. They gave YouTube a reason to ban him. Well, YouTube demonetized him, but what right yeah. does the British government have to take that kind of yeah. action? Well, that's, that's the thing. I mean, at least with Tate, there was a little bit of a legal process that had happened before it all came crashing down for him. This is just a straight up, you know, remove his revenue stream from here. And... It, <laughs> I think I think we must be thinking the same thing, Sean, right? YouTube's reaction, demonetize, okay. But the whole rumble scenario, that is groundbreaking. It really is because when has that ever happened? When have we ever seen that? Of all the horrific crap you and I have seen on social media, right, where government should be stepping in, why is this happening now? What gives a government the right to try and shut down an independent journalist on the basis of accusations from anonymous accusers. It's unheard of. Yeah. I've never seen that in the history of the world. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's what we need to focus on. That's what we need to dig on for the next couple of nights. We need to dig and, on this. And when a government gets involved, when in the preceding days people were speculating as to whether it was there was a conspiracy or a bigger picture, the government confirmed everything by doing yeah. that. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think, I think we need to, I need, I'm, I'm going to delve into this this week um, in between mad editing sessions. I'll see if we can pull up some cases where th things like this have happened before and we've maybe really not noticed it or whatever, because to me, this has never happened before. And we should really, this should be a big deal to a lot of people. It really should. What? How does a TV show trigger government involvement 
in threatening a foreign platform such as Rumble, and then when Rumble fired back, threatening to use Ofcom to put the proprietors in prison. The How only... did it go from no. accusations to that? That fast? It never has. The only time we've ever seen it was national security when uh, Trump shat himself. Uh, Trump uh, went up against TikTok and China. That's the only other thing that rings a bell for social medias and legislation and governments. And that was national security reasons. This is Russell Brand. So, I, is, I think... Is, we... Sorry, on you go. Here's an interesting one from Darren. He might have done it and not remember because he was on drugs. Then isn't that abuse as he was in no state to consent? So we did we did touch on that the other day and we did agree with that very point. That is a possibility. We're 100%. not ruling out that he's completely innocent. Yeah. We're just saying there's a bigger picture. And, and yeah. irregardless of innocence or guilt, the whole situation has been timed to shut yeah. him down now when, you know, the mainstream... I'm watching these mainstream interviews... They're saying two things. He's a conspiracy quack, and he's like a fringe reporter. Yeah, he's got thirty million followers. A he's fringe got, reporter. He's got more subscribers on YouTube than major media outlets that yeah. have got international organisations with thousands of people working for them. Dennis, you nailed it. It, it. it, my brain hurts. Okay, my brain hurts, Dennis. And it's true. And I just want to say as well, we've sort of focused tonight on the narrative where we're saying that the conspiracy is true. Other evenings, we've focused uh, on other uh, versions of this. And to be honest, if you're just jumping in to the chat right now, you might get a bit of a, an echo chamber feeling. But we're taking this from all angles and we have to we have to keep focused. We can't get in an echo chamber where every night we're just feeding one narrative. It's important that we have... Uh, a balance because none like i say at the moment we're all right whatever mad idea you have on this you're just as right as me or sean or the next person because we've only got what we've got to go on if that makes sense. we are the channel that champions survivors rights the most we went after the jeffrey case full on we had a survivor on on sunday night male female coat kingpin of slough and dozens and dozens of people have come on here because they email us and they see us championing survivors and they say they feel comfortable coming on our channel and telling yeah. their story for the first time. So we've got the right to tell people we're suspicious of what's going on here. And to have our own opinion. We're allowed to have an opinion, aren't we? Putting, putting all of the credentials aside, because we're in the UK, we have the right to discuss openly and say that we have an opinion. And it's difficult because a lot of people fight, struggle with getting along online when there's a bigger picture. They want to argue their version or their little point. Let's just for once focus on the end game, which is the truth. And then when we get to the truth, we can then all argue about it. But we need to all just stay focused and not be pulled in by echo chambers or um, people pointing fingers or whatever. We've got to assess everything as we get it. Tonight, it's been really interesting because we had a new bit of, it, bit of evidence, if you will, um, coming from TikTok, coming from that girl. Seems very, very plausible to me, just as plausible as everything else that's on the table. So, again, though, we'll just have to see what happens. It's, it's a, it, is, it does give me a headache there. I, I mean, I will be honest. It is a head scratcher. Should I close out showing them the video again? Yeah, let's let's watch it again. That's a good idea. Okay, here we go. So this is a lady who was contacted by the Times, but it didn't go in the way the Times had wanted. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Take it, it back. Yeah, I got you. I and got I have the receipts i was contacted in june by a journalist uh regarding a video june. i made uh about a certain celebrity and a weekend that we shared together the video is kind of viral uh it's on my page somewhere if you want to go see it and that certain somebody was as most of you will be aware mr brand they weren't going to use my story because it didn't fit the narrative for their documentary because he wasn't an asshole to me <laughs> But here are some of the messages. Obviously, I will take out the...
I mean, all all she would need to do is get a lawyer, show the text. If they ever tried to, Person's you know, silence name. her or defame, <clears throat> get hurt with anything, <clears throat> didn't uh, uh, defaming, defa defamatory. What's the word I'm looking for? Defamatory. Defamation. Yeah, this, but that's not the one. But there's another one that I'm sounding like an idiot. What I'm trying to say. Libel. Yeah, whatever. You, you, you're on the same page. It's just not the freaking word. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, she could get a lot. She could lawyer up and argue her case and prove um, that her story's true. That these messages did come um, from someone from the Times. So I'm, I, I, that's going to be an interesting one. If we wake, we wake up tomorrow and she's banned on TikTok and on Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> we might want to just take a closer look at this. If you know what I mean, but certainly one to look at, one to reach out to. Text messages so, into anything. Jake Forder, I, I completely agree with you. It's just new things that have been brought to the table. Put as much weight on them as you want. You're free thinking. We're not saying this is reality. This is all alleged. Everything's alleged. Nothing of this has been proven. It's all just madness. So yeah, just keep us on track. I, I agree. So, much love and respect wherever you are in the world. Ron Swanson's channel link is at the top of the description box. Please support his work. And he's created a lovely video end screen that we're going to play now. Cheerio!